0: when you mix two opinionated southern women and a microphone (laughs) i reckon they're a hell of a time oh that's very funny damn coming from their home studio straight into your ear hole looky here it's time to sling some shade southern shade
1: i see what you did there (laughs)
0: with Liv Matthews and Jay Jansen. Welcome back, our Shea Brigade. This is Liv Matthews.
1: And this is Jay Jansen and, woo, girl, I think I'm still full from turkey day.
0: Oh my goodness. I ate. I'm stuffed like a... A turkey? No, like a tick. A ticked out turkey? Yes, a ticked out turkey just all swolled up. All swolled
1: up with a bunch of butter all over your body. Oh. oh, oh, oh. That
0: was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. But, you know, if you guys hadn't met us, then no, uh, you just know we are a lot. Yeah, together
1: we make that word. So one of us is A and the
0: other one is lot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm A. Yeah, you're lot. Well, I got to be lot. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like in a relationship, you're a lot. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Well, talking about a lot. I had a patient that uh well, you know, he he was a lot. He was a lot. Well anyway, we'll we'll get onto that story in just a few minutes. I got another phone call. Oh God. What is it with you and these phone calls? Well, I'm just gonna stop answering my phone because I have never gotten phone calls like I mean, like periodically, maybe over the years, I've gotten weird phone calls. But this has been two in like a month.
1: Okay, so we're gonna talk about that in a little bit. And we're gonna talk about I tore up Nashville this past. weekend with your boots on i didn't have my boots so me and finn took baby girl to nashville and what a spectacle it is it has been a long time since i have been there for the nightlife it's just like nolan's is it in what way yes well they shut down lower broadway they shut down the whole entire street so everybody's just walking through the street you've got honky-tonk after honky-tonk and everybody's drunk and belligerent it just felt a whole lot like New Orleans.
0: I mean, it sounds fun or annoying. I'm not really sure. I guess it'd really depend if you are partaking in the scissor.
1: I did not partake in the scissor. I was the designated driver, which is so much fun. But I did enjoy some nice music. Listen to this band. Their name was Coco and the Nash. So they had this gentleman who he was wearing a shiny jumpsuit, okay? And he was getting Tina turn up. He was singing Whitney Houston Girl. I'm just, t- like, he was slaying it. I'm talking slaying it. And and Coco, she wasn't that bad either. She was actually very, very good. Apparently, if you request a song from these bands, this was at the Lucky Bastard Saloon. I love that the name. We, I know, right? And then when you go to the restroom there, it's Lucky Bitch's Bathroom. Oh, okay. That's the women's bathroom. So that was cool. If you request a song in Nashville, and it is one of three songs it costs you $100 to get any band to play them. Oh. So it's... Free bird is mm-hmm. the number one they say it's a law too. I don't know how true that is. That can't be a multi- law. Well, multiple bands told the same story though. Cost you a hundred dollars to play Free Bird. They said it's a it's a state law, which they probably did pass some law like that, to be honest with you. Uh And Dick Down in Dallas does another $100 song, and The Devil Went Down to Georgia is another $100 song.
0: Man, those are three I'd like to hear. I'm not paying $100 per song, though.
1: No shit. I feel like me and a couple friends chipping $100, I better hear the the trilogy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I thought that was the fun fact, but Mr. was giving it the business. We seen another cool band at Honky Tonk Central, and then we ended up at the second fiddle, which is at 420 Broadway. That's where we finished up our night. It was very cool. I, I enjoyed Nashville. It's got a very good vibe. Food trucks all over the place. So it's kind of like a fair with honky tonks.
0: Oh, I do love a food truck.
1: Well, I guess they were doing a lot of blooming Onions because it smelt like a whole onion in the city.
0: Oh, I don't love blooming Onions.
1: And then, of course, the lovely baby girl and Finn sent you a ditty outside of the Boots and Hats store. Yes, girl, i was loving that. Baby girl was drunk and she thought as soon as she seen Boots and Hats, she thought of Boots and Cats. And so she, in the middle of Lower Broadway, broke into her and Finn both Boots and Cats and made me send a video to you.
0: I loved it. I really did. I laughed way too hard because, you know, we did that episode <laughs> where she raps Boots and Cats and Boots and Cats and
1: Boots and Cats. Yeah, she loves the Boots and Cats. You and her can probably have a whole album on different tonage of Boots and Cats.
0: Probably. We're not saying it's going to be good. It may be funny. It will be fucking hilarious to the three of us. Anybody
1: else, maybe not so much. Maybe some of our listeners might partake in the Boots and Cats melodies,
0: but... uh, I don't yeah. know. I feel like they probably will be highly annoyed. But we would be laughing.
1: We would, in fact, be laughing. I knew you would laugh when I sent you that video, and I had to wait till the next day because it was kind of late at night. And I know you go to bed with the grannies.
0: I do go to bed with the grannies. <laughs> yeah, I, I do not answer the phone. It's on mute. Yes.
1: Yeah, I don't blame you. You're like fuck anybody else after nine.
0: It's like you really should be in. You should be in with the grannies as well. No fun for you. Right. You're like if there is an emergency,
1: you're gonna have to call somebody else in my family.
0: Well, supposedly you can call me like twice back to back and my phone will let it go through
1: oh okay well that is a good bit of knowledge because i did not even know that
0: yeah so not everybody is like completely ostracized it's just you'll have to call back to back and then my phone will be like oh gosh this is an emergency let me let them through got you that's a cool feature yeah, I think so. Well,
1: wow. that was the highlight of the trip. It was uneventful. Baby girl got drunk. Finn got drunk. They had an amazing time, but they were finished boot scooting by the time we got back to our vehicle a little around midnight and um, had to make the two hour drive back home. So they were over it at that point, And both of them fell asleep on the ride home.
0: Oh, that sounds horrible. I mean, good for them. You were the designated driver. You're sober. You're driving home this long two hour ride. You're probably a little tired yourself. Right because I didn't have anything like feeding the fire. So I had to stop and get coffee. Completely silent. Just nothing but the radio. Well, you know, there ain't nothing wrong with the radio or something like that. That's what Aaron Tippett said. I don't know him.
1: Wait, hes is he the one that's got the tattoo on his face? No. No. He's the one who sang
0: country music, you know, that you didn't listen to. There ain't nothing wrong with the radio. I could have swore there was an Aaron guy with a tattoo on his face and his daddy made him take a Brillo brush. I don't think that's him. I, I don't know who that would be, honestly. Aaron Lewis. Yes, that's him. I remember seeing that when I was a kid that he had told that story where he came home and it's got, I don't know if it's a guitar or some type of tattoo on his face, on his cheek, and his dad made him take a wire brush so now it's kind of very light holy shit i know that's kind of borderline abusive. It is. At the same time, I'm not sure that I wouldn't have the same thoughts for my kids if they came home with a big tattoo on their cheek.
1: I mean, look out, prison! Here they come.
0: Well, I mean, you've got to be a type of person, like a certain type of person, to carry around a tattoo on your cheek. Look, he's in the music business. I don't think it really matters. It probably doesn't matter now, but they probably didn't know that he was going to be in the music business. But I- I'll be honest, I. Didn't I didn't even know it really was a tattoo. I thought it was just like a darkening of his skin. Yeah. A wire brush to his face. Oh, yeah. Well, talking about outrageous things like tattoos on your face, and piercings and you name it, all that stuff. My patient this week, I'm in his room and we're talking about things. He starts on these conversations about some highly inappropriate things that didn't have anything to do with the medical field at all and what I was there for. He tells me that him and his wife live together, but they're estranged. She hasn't had sex with her in nine months. he I don't even know how that comes up in the conversation. You know what I'm saying? you just like do you have a plan and they're just like me and
1: my wife ain't had sex in nine months
0: yeah it was kind of like that he was like yeah i live with my wife but we hadn't had sex in nine months i was like oh okay and then he tells me he owns a porn company he just films women by themselves or with other women and i said you don't film and i don't even know why i'm entertaining this guy but when you say something like that, I was curious. I said, so you don't film like girls and guys, guys and guys, anything like that? He's like, no, I don't want to watch no dick. Oh, okay. Well, there's that. Yeah. The wowser, sir. Okay. All right. So we go on with the conversation for a little bit. I redirect it to the medical reasons. And he says, hey, you want to see my PA? And I said, well, I just met with your PA, his physician assistant. And uh, we went over the plans and everything. That's why I'm here chit-chatting with you. And and I, he said, do you want to see my PA? And I said, well, yeah, but I, I just met with your PA, his physician's assistant, and we chit-chatted about your plan. and And, you know, that's the reason why I'm in here. And as I'm saying this, he has simultaneously reached in between his legs and pulled out his penis. And he's got this hoop through as big as my pinky. His PA wow. is a... Prince Albert. Well, that was a bit misleading. It was misleading because if you would have said Prince Albert, I would have known exactly what you're talking about. We're in the medical field. You're saying PA. You have a physician's assistant assigned to you. I was thinking that when he says, do you want to see my PA? And I was like, yeah. But I just met with them. In this moment, you missed your perfect opportunity. I don't want to watch no dick. You know what? If I was out and in, in the regular population, I would have said that one hundred. I'm just trying to keep it professional, and I said, oh, "Wow, okay, that is a Prince Albert." I thought you meant physician's assistant because we're here in the medical field. That's what a PA is here. In which he's laughing. ha 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 ha. Now I think he just wanted to show me a. Student. I'm pretty sure he did accomplish just that. He did. However, am I supposed to be impressed with that? You said the actual, so he's gauging out his cock. Kind of. I mean, it's down the meatus of his penis hole. Like, you know, so his pee hole. And then it comes out the side, like right there where the frenulum is. And it's as big around as the size of your finger. My pinky finger. Yes, it's very large. It looks like one of those uh, piercings that like bulls get like right there in their nose. Ouch. Like that's going to leave a permanent hole in your... Hole. (laughs) Hole. Yeah. In your junk. Yeah, you got, a, you got a side hole. You went down the
1: hole. So now when he gets older and he takes it out, he's going to be like one of those ice sculptures every time he goes to pee.
0: Probably. I'm just thinking now because it is partially occluding the meatus, you know, where he pees, the hole. Do you not have a couple of different streams going on or does it cock to the side, jut off? I don't know. Does it roll around the piercing
1: itself? like Oh, and drip Ew. off. Yeah. Ooh, sounds 40 shades of unsanitary to me
0: oh you know like i'm all for a piercing like do you it's not for me but do you but i just didn't want to see this and it looked like one of those snakes that uh bury in the ground that kind of look like a worm but they're larger and they have no eyes that's what it looked like it looked moist and sticky and
1: purple it's probably moist and sticky because every time he urinates the pee goes down the shaft
0: yeah i mean clearly the guy has no underwear on and it's just laying there on his thighs sweating it up and sweaty mcsweatster yes well i say all this to say he discharges to go home and the next day we are in our meeting again we were talking about our patients or whatever and so the pa that had him i had mentioned i said oh by the way You know, and I told them the whole story. And I said, so he's asking me if I want to see his PA in which I said, yeah, you know, I don't mind, you know, talking to you and I'm pointing at him. Right. And he's like, right. And I said, in which he reaches down and pulls out his penis and shows me his Prince Albert piercing. I didn't know that the, abbrevi- I mean, it makes sense now, but I also didn't know that that's what they call it. I've n- never heard it abbreviated before.
1: Well, maybe he just started it so he'd have a good excuse to show everybody his penis. Clearly. But like, you want to see my pa? And you're <laughs> thinking somebody's going to show you a picture of their dad. Bam! Penis with a <laughs> Prince Albert. <laughs> Ah, That
0: would have been even better. Right? They were just kind of flabbergasted. Oh, my gosh. He showed you his penis? We, We need to do something. We need to, like, write it. And I was like, in his defense, he did ask me if I wanted to see his PA. And I answered in the affirmative. And they just laughed and laughed and laughed. I'm like the penis whisperer.
1: So the moral of this story is you're going to have to ask people, your PA, do you mean physician assistant? Because I've already seen this trick, Bonnie.
0: Yes, I will definitely have clarifying questions. But my thing is, is that men, like, especially when I worked at the jail, even like when you're dating people, they like to send you dick pics, right? Yes. Why? I don't know any women, and there probably is some out there that really like this sort of thing, but the majority of the people that I know, not one time when they get a dick picker they're like oh oh, oh, yeah now guys i know that they like to see like women's genitalia and they like to watch them masturbate or whatever but most women i I just don't think that that's our thing so he's kind of getting off on the fact that he just showed me his dick but why definitely did yeah no if you want to see me get excited wash them dishes take that trash off you nasty dirty little man you take it out you take that trash (laughs) Girl,
1: you're going to be like Snow White and you're going to have just a bunch of people around your house now just doing all kinds of chores and being like, Look at me mow this grass. And you would be like,
0: oh, yeah, baby. Cut that grass down. That sounds so freaking hot. That does sound (laughs) hot. Wash that dish counterclockwise. Mm. Mmm. Scrub it. You get down it. Put your elbow in it, you dirty little man. You know, everybody's porn's
1: different. I can clearly tell that dudes washing dishes would do it for you.
0: (laughs) It might. It might. It might be a whole new little subcategory. Oh. Well, the phone call that I got, girl. Oh, Lord. I'm at home. It's over the weekend and my phone rings. Now, I don't recognize this phone number, but it is a local phone number. So just in case something happens, because my mom, sometimes she locks her keys out of her car and she'll call me from somebody else's phone. This has happened like two, three times. So just in case it's something like that, I'm just going to go ahead and answer the phone since it's local. And I answer the phone and it's like, hello, Liv? And I said, yeah she's like i just want to let you know the documents for the house is ready and i said i'm sorry and she said the documents for the house it's sold everything's ready to go all i need for you to do is just to pick up the papers and sign them and she's being a little, not ugly, but you can tell that she's not super happy. She's very matter of fact. Yes. So my mind starts spinning. Now, this is, in fact, the realtor that I used many years ago when I bought my house. Recognize her voice? I, I did. Absolutely. Matter of fact, she Facebook friended me back then. I still see posts to this day. But we're not like friend friends like that, you know?
1: So in this moment, because, you know, there's new scams going around where people can tell the deed of your property. And then all of a sudden, one day they come in and they've sold it to somebody else and somebody else on your property and you never put the damn thing up for sale. I don't know how there's not a protection against that. And I don't even know how it's legal, how somebody could just take something away from you without you selling it, actually. But anyway, it, it's happening quite frequently and it's happening a lot to elderly people. So in that moment, did you have this moment of like, fuck, did I sell my house? Did I get pissed off one day and call my realtor and just tell her to put it on the market and I don't know it?
0: Well, you know, normally I like to let the phone call play out because I never know what's going on. I don't react right away. But in my head, it is spinning. I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, what if the paperwork that we did all those years ago, what if it wasn't correct and somebody did an audit? What if I signed the wrong name? I mean, I don't I don't know. It it was I was just thinking of all these reasons. And then I started thinking of was I Rita Helper. Right. I mean, hamburger helper. I don't know. But I'm going through all these scenarios in my head as she's talking. And then I said, honey, I did not sell my house. We like the house. You know, you, you did a great job finding it for us. And I do appreciate it. I said, but I am so confused right now. She says, oh my goodness. The lady that I was trying to reach, her name is Liv Michaels. I had your name, Liv Matthews, saved underneath my phone from all those years ago. And a girl, I, I guess I never took it out. But when I clicked on it, I was trying to reach her, not you. And I said, OK, well, that makes a lot of sense. I really thought that my house was up for sale. I was going to have to. Yeah, there was going to be a lot of trouble, either a lawyer or I'm moving out. <laughs> I got to start packing. I got to go. <laughs> yes, talk to you anymore, right? I got a lot
1: of shit. You know how you accumulate shit in the house, and you you know the minute you start packing up, you go, "Why do we have so much shit? I didn't know we had this much shit."
0: right like things just be stacked up on stack but you don't even know it because they're like in boxes oh so she goes in and she's like oh my goodness girl i am so sorry like i said we facebook friends you know years ago or whatever she was like well how's the kids and i'm like they're good and i asked her about her kids and we're going on and she knows about the podcast so she was just like oh. Are you telling me that I'm probably going to end up on the podcast? I said, absolutely. You're
1: definitely ending up on the podcast. Thank you so much for the material. That is freaking hilarious. There is an abnormally large amount of people named Liv now that I wasn't even aware of.
0: Clearly, what if that was old boy that I used to work with? What if this was the person that he was dog sitting? Right. Well, you should probably tell, you should probably
1: call the realtor back and be like, check it. Did you get hold of Liv? Because I think that she may have had her house too cold. <laughs> She's got some syringe needles that the dogs got into. Yeah. So you probably
0: need to tell her all
1: that. And it wasn't me.
0: And I've never had this happen so many times in such a short period of time. Like I said, I might get a weird phone call like once every seven, eight years, but it's been two and at least a month.
1: Well, I have a confession. Before did you the put booth, her up to this? No, I did not put okay. her up to this. I <laughs> wish I would have because that would be freaking hilarious. But I almost had baby girl call you when we were on our way to Nashville and make up some fictitious story. Just something off the fucking rails. So you'd have been like, what? <laughs> I probably would have went with it. I knew you would have went with it. I don't think that I could have contained my laughter. That's why I squashed the idea. Then we got stuck in hellacious traffic. So it, it killed that. But I was I was. Dead definitely scheming. It's probably going to happen one day just to hear what you say.
0: Well, the reason why she was kind of cantankerous at the very beginning, it turns out she's been trying to get a hold of this live for weeks. And she's either her phone's cut off or she's dodging phone calls or something. So when she finally got a hold of me, she just kind of let it all out. Yeah, she was mad.
1: Bitch, I just sold a house for you. Can you come get your money? These people want to give you a check for your house and they
0: want you to sign the papers because you sold it. I'm just like... Oh, my goodness. So I, we started laughing. I was telling her that I just got a weird phone call from my ex coworker and told her that whole story. She's laughing. 45 minutes later, we had a whole 45-minute phone conversation. She's a very nice lady. Did she convince you to sell your house while y'all were on the phone? She did not. It's not a good market to sell your house. <laughs> Maybe it's better to sell your house and not buy it. Somebody told me that they were like wicked expensive right now. It's definitely a seller's market. Maybe I should sell it, but then it means I would have to buy something or... or Oh, maybe I can get a she shed and put it in your backyard. In Tennessee? Sure. You're like, fuck it, why not? Well,
1: my backyard is... is quite large, girl, so you can have some prime space wherever you
0: want it. Oh, nice. I do love that. Well, I did get another phone call probably about two days later, and this is from my neighbor. Oh, Lord. Was it the
1: wrong live on this one, too?
0: No. She texted me first, and she said, are you still up? Because, you know, she goes knows I go to bed with the grannies. Right. And I said, yeah, I'm still up. What's going on? Because she don't normally call me or text me that often, unless it's something, right? Right. She said, I was out walking." The dog and he saw something and took off. I tripped and I went head first into the column of my porch. Oh shit! Yeah, so she's got a head wound. She has. She says that it is swollen. She's hurting really bad. She's really scared. Kind of asked me. She was like, "Well." Do you think I'm okay? And I said, well, we're on the phone. You're alert and oriented. You're able to tell me the story. You are not slurring your words. Everything seems appropriate. You were able to walk back in the house. Are you having any nausea, vomiting? She's like, no. I said, can you see okay? She said, yes. And I said, well, I'll tell you what, if it makes you feel any better, if you want me just to walk over right quick, I'll look at you. And so I do. And she's got this huge knot on the side of her head and her face is swollen and slightly bruised. She about knocked herself the whole fuck way out. Well, that's what she said. I asked her if she lost consciousness and she says, no, I don't think so. She said, "But ooh, I hit so hard that I about did. Now, she's a religious lady and she is very modest with her words. Right. She said, I'm surprised that across the road, you didn't hear me. F this, F that, this F and dog. And I'm just looking at her like just shocked. That she said the F bomb. Multiple times. It's just not her norm. You might have been like, you know
1: what? On second thought, maybe we do need to get you checked out because you were dropping the fuck bomb. you were putting that shit like sprinkling it all over everything right now.
0: And she just started laughing. She's just like, I am Christian and I do believe in Jesus. But I like to say the F word too sometimes. Fair enough, ma'am. I ain't judging you, girl. Do you? Sometimes it makes me feel better to it too it does like release a little frustration sometimes yeah if you hurt yourself and you scream fuck it makes you feel a little bit better It does. And it's a great verb, noun. Adjective. Adjective. Absolutely an adjective. Yes. I mean, you know, you can use it for so many things. It is a versatile word. I agree. Well, I used it the other day a little bit more than I needed to. Oh, Lord. My son and I had to go to town. We went to the pharmacy to pick up the medication. And while we're there, we were going to go out to lunch and just kind of make like a little day of it. Right. So we decided to go to this burger bar. They've got delicious food, everything everything's great now i gotta tell you what i'm wearing though okay i was trying to be a little fashion forward and i probably shouldn't have. oh lord what was you wearing yeah so i'm wearing a black jumpsuit right okay with a blue flannel shacket it's like a shirt jacket right did you just call it a shacket? Yeah, it's called a shacket. Okay. Uh huh. And then I was wearing these little half booties that like kind of little boots that come up to my ankle.
1: It sounds super
0: cute. I'm going to make a confession. Mm-hmm.
1: Anytime I'm wearing flannel, I look like the motherfucker that misplaced their axe.
0: Yes. Every time. I try my best yeah. to stay away from the red flannel because I feel like that really exacerbates it. So that's the reason why I have the blue flannel.
1: It doesn't matter what color it can be blue, brown, orange, yellow, purple. It doesn't matter. I look like a lumberjack.
0: Well, I'm not saying it's my best look, but I was trying to be fashion forward. So we're at this burger place. And before we had left, I said, "Mm, my tummy is rumbling. I feel like I need to go poop poop. But I tried and it it wasn't happening. You know, you probably shouldn't sit there longer than five minutes and, and then you need to get up and go on. Right. It's not good for your your backside. So as we're driving, I feel like rumbling, rumbling, but nothing's really there. So we get there. There and I eat well, you know, now things are kind of going. I said, you know what? I'm going to go to the restroom right quick. Now, when you wear a jumpsuit, you've got to essentially get completely naked in the stall. See, I was going to ask that
1: question. I was going to ask if you had to, of course you did. It's like wearing a freaking
0: bodysuit. Yes. So I'm a completely, essentially naked, except for like my bra and my booties on, you know, and my underwear is like down around my knees. And I'm doing my business. I finish up, wash my hands, go back out, have some more of my Diet Pepsi and, and you know, chit-chatting with my son, you know, doing all the things, waiting for him to finish eating because I was just full by then. All of a sudden, my tummy's like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, gosh, I might have to go back again. Oh, I, yeah, I got to go now. I got to go now. Well, the lady had just brought our ticket to pay. So I hand the debit card down and I just tell my son, just put a tip on there. So, of course, he's got 58 clarifying questions. And I'm just like, dude, just like like $10. Text me. <laughs> Yes. I'm just like, I'm trying to answer his questions, but I'm telling you, like, I've got to go. It's like, honey, I don't care. I don't care if you put $50 on there. I don't care if you put 100 And he's like, really? Well, he's a kid. So, you know, of course, he took that way too literal. So I had to take a minute to clarify that. And it's like, no, I'm just joking. $10, $15. it will be fine. Still trying to ask a clarifying question. And I was just like, no, I got to go. So I go to the bathroom. I'm in there. I take off my shacket. And the only place to put it is on top of the toilet roll, like the container. Right? Right. So I put it on there now I'm taking off my whole little jumpsuit thing and as I'm doing that as I bent down to take it off it says it came out my booty hole you shat yourself it came out my booty hole it's in my undies you shat yourself in a jumpsuit so I'm taking it off super carefully because I want to make sure nothing gets on it as I'm taking off the underwear because it's not a whole lot but it's an, like I don't want it on me as I'm taking off the underwear it flips over and lands like face down so now the mess is on the floor oh shit Literally. So mm. I pick up the underwear and I stick them in like the uh, pad, tampon, whatever, your little basket thing and roll it up and then get some toilet paper and start cleaning up the poo that's on the floor. Oh, God. My shacket slides off of the toilet paper roll and lands right in it. Now, mm. I have taken so much care to take all these item of clothings off of me to make sure that it got nothing on them. So I'm like, oh gosh, what do you do? What do you do? So I finished cleaning myself up, clean up the floor, go over there. I've got the shacket over there and I'm taking soap and water and I'm cleaning it up. I just put it back on after I got it clean. You know, I smelled it, make sure that everything was good or whatever. It was fine. It's just wet. It's fine. Like, I just need to get home. I just want to go home and take a shower now. We had plenty of things that we needed to do. So my son is like, but mom, I thought we was going to do this and we was going to do that. And I was like... Like, honey, I've got poo on me. Okay, poo. (laughs) So as I'm getting in the car, I keep smelling poo. I'm thinking it's like in my nose. Right. So now I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's not in my nose. And I start looking all over myself to make sure that nothing got on me. Like I said, it wasn't a whole lot. Girl, I take off my shacket and there's a spot that was above where I washed it. Just a dollop of poop just laid there right there. This will
1: turn into a goddamn spectacle. I really hope that you went home and took a shower and threw your
0: shacket away. I didn't throw it away. Did I scrub it? Yes. Did I take a shower? Absolutely. And I washed everything in hot water by themselves. But here's mm. the thing is that I'm not a quitter. There was plenty yeah. of things that we needed to do. And because we had went into town, this is like the big city. So it's like an hour away. We were just going to finish up. My son just looked heartbroken that we weren't going to do the all the things that we had already planned because we're just in the first part of the trip but you shat yourself i mean that should i have no undies on i'm free balling in this jumpsuit (laughs) and now you have no shacket i I have shit on my shacket (laughs) say that yeah five times fast yeah i've got shit on my shacket so my young son looks at me and says Mom, I really would like to go do, you know, da-da-da-da-da. Is there any way that you can just run in there into this store and just grab you another jacket? And I'm like, what? He's like, I mean, can't you just go in there and buy like a, a cheap jacket or a shirt or something that you can put on over? So that's what I did. I went back into the bathroom. I am like cleaning anything that I've felt touched me. Got me a new jacket, took that, put it in a bag, put it in the car. We finished up what we needed to do. And like I said, when I got home, I took a nice hot bath and washed everything in hot, soapy water. So
1: knowing you now, I'm going to ask the million dollar question. Do you now have a change of clothes and underwear in your car. I do. I knew it. I fucking knew it.
0: Well, the thing is is that normally I have that anyway, but it's in my nursing bag. Now you know, 5, 6 days out of the week, that bag is always with me in the car. Yes. But because it was the weekend and we were going out of town, I had just grabbed out the essential items out of that, which is like my wallet, Keys and a stick of gum. That's all I needed. That's all I took with me. So, all my little underwear and my little change of clothes and my little extra stuff, my wipes, my air freshener, everything that I could have used and needed was nowhere near me.
1: Exactly. That's why I'm asking clarifying questions to see if your car now, in turn, has those separate items in it because Liv only makes a mistake one time before she corrects it. So, it'll never
0: happen again. And 90% of the time, it never happens again. That is correct. The car. Is now fully loaded with an extra jacket, a jacket. It's not exactly a shacket, but it is a jacket, just in case. I can't believe you shat your shacket. I sure, and the crap did shed a sh- shacket. Sally sells seashells down by the seashore. That's that's very good. That's way better than I could have done. But anyway, guys, whatever you do, if you are going to wear a jumpsuit, a bodysuit, something that you're going to have to get to a restroom and a timely fashion. Make sure that you stay at home until you have done your business and never trust a fart.
1: Never trust a fart. I think that should be, this is why you have trust issues. <laughs> it is.
0: I can't, I can't even trust my own rectum. <laughs> Motherfucker sold me out. Sure did. Shot myself and everything. That's right. It sold me out. It turned me out. It did everything. I was Lord thoroughly blessed. embarrassed. <sighs> I mean, I
1: get it. I would have been thoroughly embarrassed too. Thoroughly embarrassed.
0: Yeah. And I don't like going without underwear. I just felt like, I don't know, my labias was like a dog jowls just down there wrestling with each other.
1: That was a, probably a mental picture that most of our listeners didn't need. So let's pull this train right into the station and uh, let's wrap this up for our listeners.
0: <laughs> absolutely. How I should have wrapped my rectum up. Lord bless. Yeah. Well, as always, guys, don't forget to like, share, and follow us. And we write back. We absolutely do. So don't forget to write us at Southern Podcast at gmail.com and our website. At Southern Shade with .com. Y'all come back now. You hear? You've been listening to the Southern Shade Podcast with Live and Jay. Oh, bless their heart. You're not mashing the right button.